Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, hey, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today. This is the podcast where we grow together. Leaders come convene around topics that can help us become all that God would have us to become. Next Level Leader, training to one of the top leadership podcasts in the world. And that's because of you. And I hope that you will continue to share this podcast with as many people as you can. Truly, 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 it is blessing the lives of people. And I'm thankful for all of you who are maintaining a space of connectivity to it. I want you to share it. Share it. I mean, share the link with a friend, coworker, someone you know can benefit from this. And I would love to know how you're doing. Tell me about your journey, how this podcast is blessing you. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. And for content or find out where we're going to be speaking or how to get us to come to your event, go to josephwalker3.org. More information is right there for you. Would love to be connected to your organization any way we can. So make sure you go there, josephwalker3.org. Get all of our books and other content and material that we believe can be a tremendous blessing to you. So today I want to talk about something that all of us have had to deal with. Have you ever been frustrated? and yet try to remain faithful? Well, that's what I'm talking about today. Remaining faithful when you're frustrated. Now, let's be very honest. Frustration is a part of getting things done. I have never had a vision, project, something that I was trying to get off the ground that did not come with the level of frustration between ideation and manifestation. Expect frustration. Now, the reality is you must be able to push your vision through in the midst of the frustration. You have to be willing to get beyond your emotive space and move forward in your practical application space so that you don't allow yourself to retard the progress of the vision coming to reality. There are many leaders I talk to all the time that have literally just taken a break. They have put their harps up on the willow trees, if you will, and said, I can't go any farther because the frustration is so great. And I've had to encourage them to get back in the game. I've had to encourage them to continue the run because it is so important that you understand you're not by yourself. So I want to help you today. If you're frustrated, trying to get a thing done, gather everybody around that needs to hear this because I'm going to give you some practical strategies that can help you navigate that season. Now, here's what's important to know. The change you bring also brings conflict. There's no way you can bring about change in any organization and it does not come with conflict. You may be asking why the conflict? Because you are challenging pre-existing systems, particularly systems that people have a vested interest in. And so when you dare to uproot those systems in order for a more effective and efficient system, people are going to resist because they're wondering, why are we doing this? What's my role in it? 
People are going to wonder, how am I going to survive if you do this? Sometimes you have no idea how deeply entrenched a person is in a particular system. They are entrenched emotionally relative to things that are sacred to them, historical value. They're entrenched economically. Some people's livelihood depends upon the system operating the way it does. So you as a leader are challenged often to come in and bring about effective change. And when you do that, you look at these systems and you find out that these systems are no longer effective or relevant, but they are maintaining a status quo and keeping people happy, but not growing or expanding the organization. That's the interesting space a leader lives in. A next level leader has to expect that whatever you bring about change, conflict is going to come. So don't be surprised when this occurs. <laughs> Jesus talked about this in the scripture. You shall be hated of men for my sake. He understood those who were going out and doing what he had called them to do are going to be uprooting systems. And so it is important. Peter talks about this. Thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial, which has come to try you, right? Because this is all a part of it. James says, count it joy when you fall into dive, not if you fall, but when you fall. Because conflict will always be the answer to change. It will always come back and clap back at change. But what you must remember, watch this, is your assignment has to be greater than the adversity. I have said this on so many occasions, but I believe somebody needs to understand this. Your assignment is so massive, it's so amazing that you have to keep your focus on what you're going to and not what you're having to go through. The assignment is going to touch the lives of so many people. When you finish this day, imagine how much greater your organization is going to be. So you have to keep your assignment in front of you. And always remember, whatever the adversity is, whatever the conflict is, it pales in comparison to the marvelous assignment that you are attempting to complete. It's like looking at an interstate and people are frustrated because the contractors are working and they are detouring everyone and everybody's mad because traffic is bottlenecked and people are going by saying expletives to the construction workers, but all they're doing is their job. It's temporary inconvenience for a permanent improvement. They have the blueprint. They know this is only temporary, but it's necessary. But guess what? All the frustration and all the conflict and all the things they go through pales in comparison to that new lane that's about to open up in a few months because they know the same people that are upset with them <laughs> and are frustrated because they have to wait a little longer in traffic are going to be so grateful that they're able to get to work without the bottleneck, with the brand new lane. That's how you have to look at it. People may not appreciate what you're doing right now, but up the road, they'll look back and they'll thank you that you were able to continue to be faithful to your assignment, even when you were frustrated. You can't leave the work undone. This is what Nehemiah understood. Man, I'm doing a good work and I can't come down. And this is why I believe it's so important for you to maintain a level of devotion and not emotion. Our emotions sometimes can run rampant. I mean, they run the spectrum of anger and 
and sadness to gladness. I mean, it's amazing. But what you must understand, you are a next level leader. You have got to stay on your knees. You've got to ask God for strength. I tell people all the time, when you're doing business, you're making things happen, always book in your day. Always begin your day with God, praying, staying in God's presence, in your day the same way. It's like you're booking in your day with grace. And I believe that the way you're able to get these things done, the way you're able to deal with your frustration and still be productive and faithful and still maintain a level of efficacy is when you stay on your knees, talk to God. Every leader I know who's a next level leader has a relationship with God. They recognize that I cannot do this without him. It is he who gives me the strength when I find myself weak. I am able to navigate my frustrations because I pivot from my emotional response and I then respond as God would have me to respond. I may be troubled on every side, yet I am not perplexed. You see, I have all this stuff going on, but I'm not destroyed. That's why I'm able to push through because I'm not responding out of my emotions. I am responding based on God's word. Now, here's number four, and I want to lean in right here for a second, because if you're a leader, you have to understand the influence that you have. Quitting discourages others from the cause. When you begin to think about what the enemy is attempting to do in your life, make it so difficult that you will walk away yourself. He can't take it from you, but it can make you so frustrated that you say, I'm done. But you have to understand it's not just about you. It's the collateral damage. It's how it will discourage others from what you're attempting to do. People will say, well, if you gave up, if you walked away, what's the point of me even trying to accomplish this thing? I'm often aware of the influence that I have, and how I approach my challenges, my opportunities, and how I push through becomes an example for those who are behind me. I think it's incredibly important for all of us to be cognizant of that, that you're not operating in silo and solo, but there are people watching you that often you may not even realize, particularly in this age of social media. People are paying attention to you. They are watching, and you have no idea sometimes of how people are paying attention to what's happening in your life. So it's important that you become an example, that you declare that even though I'm frustrated, I've got to realize this is bigger than me. I want you to say that even as you're driving or wherever you are listening to this, this is bigger than me. It's going to impact your children. It's going to impact your mentees. It's going to impact people you've not met yet who admire you from afar. That's why you cannot quit. Quitting is not an option for a next level leader. We persevere. We push through. We endure hardness like a good soldier, as the Apostle Paul tells Timothy. I believe you have everything that you need to remain faithful when you're frustrated. And that's why number five is important, because you have to find encouragement outside of your own environment. You ever thought about that? I have, on many occasions, had to reach outside of my current environment just to find people who could identify with the level of frustration I was experiencing. I recognize that often within your immediate environment, there may not be many people who really understand the level you navigate. And that's why it's important sometimes to reach out to people. Sometimes people you've not even met yet, but you admire 
You'd be amazed at what happens when you send a message on social media. I've had people do it to me. Hey, you don't know me, but I admire you. And I just need five minutes to talk to you. Or could you pray for me? Or could you give me three or four pointers to help me through this season? You'd be amazed at how some people will respond because it's very few of us next level leaders out there. And when you're one of us, you identify, you know one when you see one. Sometimes you got to get outside your environment. Sometimes you got to take a road trip, go sit at the feet of somebody that can pour into you. Because sometimes the place where you are doesn't feed you. You have to realize the world is big and there are people just like you who've gone through what you've gone through that have a wealth of resources that are available for you if you only ask. But you have to make certain that you find encouragement somewhere. Don't allow yourself to stay in the same place of discouragement and disillusionment. And all of a sudden now, you find yourself beginning to erode from the inside out. Your morale begins to get low. And now you have no longer the passion you had. And everybody notices it because the frustration is at an all-time high. Man, go somewhere and fuel up. Go somewhere and energize yourself so you can come back to that environment and be ready to fight, be ready to go, be ready to make it happen. I've had to steal away sometime just to get away or talk to friends who understood me. And I came back motivated, came back ready to accomplish it, came back ready to do it. Let me tell you something. That's why I tell people, number six, retreat, don't resign. Sometimes it's okay to take a break. When you're frustrated like that, doesn't mean you're not being faithful. It just means I'd rather take a retreat than resign. I'd rather take two or three days away get my head together, clear my head space, clear my spirit, sit on the beach and talk to God. Sometimes my frustration can be amplified by my tiredness. I can be so tired of burning the candle at both ends that now when I experience resistance, it can be even greater on me because I'm so tired. I believe even as I say it that, somebody identified, I could feel you like shaking your head saying, that's me. I'm tired. I'm burning the candle at both ends, trying to make the business happen, but trying to manage family, trying to do all these things, and then having to deal with the frustration on top of that, man, that will beat you down to a pulp. Sometimes you've got to just take some days away. Sometimes it could be a staycation, going to the spa for a whole day, just sitting in there and just turning the phone off and saying, I'm in town, but I'm not here. You've got to learn to pour into yourself. It's what I do often, right? Take days away. I believe in that. And I just believe that in order for me to be a better leader, I cannot pour out to others if I am not pouring into myself. I want to encourage you to think about how you can retreat. I don't mean taking retreats that's going to put your organization in jeopardy. I'm saying just take two or three days here, three or four days there, a week here, taking another day there. Just look at your calendar and figure out days in which you can just retreat. Maybe start with a half a day. Just maybe go into the park turning your phone off and just sitting in the park and reading or just talking to God or writing, getting yourself together so that you're not constantly in the same minutia of the grind over and over again that the frustration continues to wear on you. Let's review what we've talked about before I get to number seven because we're talking about being faithful when you're frustrated. Now, we talked about, first of all, how change brings conflict. Everybody understands whenever you are moving a thing forward, Expect resistance. It is a natural part of the process. Change absolutely brings conflict. But your assignment has to be greater than the adversity. No matter what you're dealing with, always remember the assignment. Keep 
the mission in front of you, the mission. I tell people all the time, always remember why you do what you do. Number three is devotion over emotion. Don't allow yourself to be caught up in your feelings. You've got too much to do. Don't take this personally, but recognize it's bigger than you. And so therefore, find yourself on your knees often talking to God, asking for his strength in your weakness, and recognizing number four that quitting discourages others from the cause. It can't be an option right here. I've got to press through. I have to remember that I represent more than myself. And I have to find encouragement, number five, outside of my current environment. I've got to find people that can pour into me, people that can absolutely encourage me when I find myself discouraged, places where I can be transparent and vulnerable without it costing me something. That's why retreat is so important, number six, and not resigning. I'm not going to walk away from this assignment. I'm not going to resign from it. I'm going to retreat, taking days very intentionally to make sure that I get what I need from me. But here's number seven, knowing that your fruit is the greatest witness of your faithfulness. At the end of the day, I say it over and over again, fruit doesn't lie. The Bible says, herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. You shall know them by the fruit that they bear. The greatest witness of your faithfulness, regardless of the level of frustration, is your ability to keep producing that fruit. People measure your effectiveness by what you produce. Fruit doesn't lie. Every day I wake up, I'm looking at my life and saying, where is the fruit of what I have labored for? You have to focus on the fruit. Continue to push the fruit out. If you don't have the fruit, it makes the frustration even worse, not only for you, but for those who support you. Because when people are supporting you and you're lamenting about the frustration and you're going over and over again, month after month, year after year, and they're like, well, what are you producing? You have to have the fruit because that gives you every reason to say it was worth it. I hope this has blessed you today. If you are a next level leader, you get it. You understand that we are called to be faithful even when we are frustrated. Thank you so much for listening today. And listen, here's what I want you to do. I want to make sure that you follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3 and let me know your thoughts on this particular episode. Send me a word and make sure you let me know, hey, this episode touched me this way, blessed me this way. If you're a first time listener, I want you to make sure you let me know that you are and where you're from so you can be a part of this wonderful Next Level Leader Village. And then make sure you go to my website, josephwalker3.org. You can order my books, my latest book, Leadership and Loneliness. So many other books there, so much content. I just want to be a blessing to your life. Listen, there's so much that God wants you to do. And you got to realize that every time you are stewarding change, expect frustration. Jesus was frustrated on one occasion that he threw the tables over in the, in the temple. Everyone was frustrated. Moses was frustrated when he came down, saw the people having a party when they should have been praying. And that's how the Ten Commandments were broken. Isn't it amazing that every leader in history has experienced frustration? But it's your ability to remain faithful in the midst of it that sets you apart as a next level leader. Well, I'm thankful to you and I appreciate you so much. I want you to pull yourself together now. Go get it. I mean, literally, go make the dream happen. 
No excuses. No excuses. No excuses. Next level leader, we're counting on you to be faithful even in the midst of your frustrations. I pray God's blessings be upon you. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph 